Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the whole Bible each year based on the weekly Torah portions. I'm Harriet, your reader today, this Monday, the 12th of December or the 18th of Kislev on the Hebrew calendar. This week we are in a parasha or portion from the Torah that is called Bayeshev and that means he settled. And the scripture reading from the Torah will be Genesis or Bereshit, chapter 37, verses 12 through 22. Please join me to thank and bless the Lord for giving us his word before we start reading the scriptures. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. Then his brothers went to feed their father's flock in Shem. Israel said to Joseph, Are not your brothers feeding the flock in Shem? Come, and I will send you to them. He said to him, Here I am. Then he said to him, Go now, see whether it is well with your brothers, and well with the flock, and bring me word again. So he sent him out of the valley of Hebron, and he came to Shem. A certain man found him, and behold, he was wandering in the field. The man asked him, What are you looking for? So he said, I'm looking for my brothers. Tell me, please, where are they feeding the flock? And the man said, They have left here, for I heard them say, Let us go to Dotan. Yosef went after his brothers and found them in Dotan. And they saw him afar off, and before he came near to them, they conspired against him to kill him. They said to one another, Behold, here comes the dreamer. Come now, therefore, and let us kill him, and cast him into one of the pits, and we will say, An evil animal has devoured him. We will see what will become of his dreams. Reuben heard it and delivered him out of their hand and said, Let us not take his life. Reuben said to them, Shed no blood. Throw him into this pit that is in the wilderness, but lay no hand on him, that he might deliver him out of their hand to restore him to his father. That was Genesis 37, 12 through 22. The portion from the prophets will today be 1 Samuel, or Shmuel, chapter 19. Shaul spoke to Jonathan his son, and to all his servants, that they should kill David. But Jonathan, Shaul's son, greatly delighted in David. And Jonathan told David, saying, Shaul my father seeks to kill you. Now therefore... Please take care of yourself in the morning and live in a secret place and hide yourself. I will go out and stand beside my father in the field where you are and I will talk with my father about you 
and if I see anything, I will tell you. And Jonathan spoke good of David to Shaul his father, and said to him, Do not let the king sin against his servant, against David, because he has not sinned against you, and because his works have been very good toward you. For he put his life in his hand, and struck the Philistine, and the Lord worked a great victory for all Israel. You saw it and rejoiced. Why then will you sin against innocent blood to kill David without a cause? And Shaul listened to the voice of Jonathan, and Shaul swore, As the Lord lives, he shall not be put to death. And Jonathan called David, and Jonathan showed him all those things. Then Jonathan brought David to Shaul, and he was in his presence as before. There was war again, and David went out and fought with the Philistines and killed them with a great slaughter, and they fled before him. And an evil spirit from the Lord was on Shaul as he sat in his house with his spear in his hand, and David was playing with his hand. Shaul sought to pin David to the wall with a spear, but he slipped away out of Shaul's presence, and he stuck the spear into the wall. And David fled and escaped that night. Then Shaul sent messengers to David's house to watch him and to kill him in the morning. Michal, David's wife, told him, saying, If you do not save your life tonight, tomorrow you will be killed. So Michal let David down through the window, and he went away, fled, and escaped. Michal took the teraphim and laid it in the bed and put a pillow of goat's hair at its head and covered it with clothes. When Shaul sent messengers to take David, she said, He is sick. Then Shaul sent the messengers to see David, saying, Bring him up to me in the bed that I may kill him. And when the messengers came in, behold, the teraphim was in the bed, with a pillow of goat's hair at his head. Shaul said to Michal, Why have you deceived me like this and let my enemy go, so that he has escaped? And Michal answered Shaul, He said to me, Let me go, why should I kill you? Now David fled and escaped, and came to Shmuel at Ramah, and told him all that Shaul had done to him. He and Shmuel went and lived in Nayot. Shaul was told, saying, Behold, David is at Nayot in Ramah. Then Shaul sent messengers to seize David, and when they saw the company of the prophets prophesying, and Shmuel standing as head over them. The Ruach Elohim came on Shaul's messengers, and they also prophesied. When Shaul was told, he sent other messengers, and they also prophesied. Shaul sent messengers again the third time, and they also prophesied. Then he also went to Ramah, and came to the great well that is in Siku, and he asked, Where are Shmuel and David? One said, Behold, they are at Nayot in Ramah. He went there to Nayot in Ramah. Then the Ruach Elohim came on him also. And he went on and prophesied until he came to Nayot in Ramah. 
And he also stripped off his clothes, and he also prophesied before Shmuel, and lay down naked all that day and all that night. Therefore they say, Is Shaul also among the prophets? That was First Samuel chapter 19, and that was the portion from the prophets. Now we have come to the portion of the scriptures, and we will read Psalm 64 and 65. For the Chief Musician, a psalm by David. Hear my voice, God, in my complaint. Preserve my life from fear of the enemy. Hide me from the conspiracy of the wicked, from the noisy crowd of the ones doing evil, who sharpen their tongue like a sword and aim their arrows, deadly words, to shoot innocent men from ambushes. They shoot at him suddenly and fearlessly. They encourage themselves in evil plans. They talk about laying snares secretly. They say, who will see them? They plot injustice, saying, we have made a perfect plan. Surely man's mind and heart are cunning, but God will shoot at them. They will suddenly be struck down with an arrow. Their own tongues shall ruin them. All who see them will shake their heads. All mankind shall be afraid. They shall declare the work of God and shall wisely ponder what he has done. The righteous shall be glad in the Lord and shall take refuge in him. All the upright in heart shall praise him. For the chief musician, a psalm by David, a song. Praise waits for you, God, in Zion. Vows shall be performed to you. You who hear prayer, all men will come to you. Sins overwhelmed me, but you atoned for our transgressions. Blessed is the one whom you choose and cause to come near, that he may live in your courts. We will be filled with the goodness of your house, your holy temple. By awesome deeds of righteousness you answer us, God of our salvation, you who are the hope of all the ends of the earth, of those who are far away on the sea. By your power you form the mountains, having armed yourself with strength. You still the roaring of the seas, the roaring of the waves, and the turmoil of the nations. They also who dwell in faraway places are afraid of your wonders. You call the morning's dawn and the evening with songs of joy. You visit the earth and water it. You greatly enrich it. The river of God is full of water. You provide them grain, for so you have ordained it. You drench its furrows. You level its ridges. You soften it with showers. You bless it with crop. You crown the year with your bounty. Your carts overflow with abundance. The wilderness grasslands overflow. The hills are clothed with gladness. The pastures are covered with flocks. The valleys also are clothed with grain. They shout for joy. They also sing. That was Psalm 64 and Psalm 65. Now we have come to our final portion, 
from the Apostolic Writings, and we will read Mark chapter 13. And as he went out of the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Rabbi, see what kind of stones and what kind of buildings. Yeshua said to them, Do you see these great buildings? There will not be left here one stone on another, which will not be thrown down. And as he sat on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Kepha, Yaakov, Yohanan, and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, when will these things be? What is the sign that these things are all about to be fulfilled? Yeshua, answering, began to tell them, Be careful that no one leads you astray. For many will come in my name, saying, I am he and will lead many astray. When you hear of wars and rumor of wars, do not be troubled, for those must happen, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places, and there will be famines and troubles. These things are the beginning of birth pains. But watch yourselves, for they will deliver you up to councils, and you will be beaten in synagogues. You will stand before rulers and kings for my sake, for a testimony to them. And the good news must first be preached to all the nations. When they lead you away and deliver you up, do not be anxious beforehand or premeditate what you will say, but say whatever will be given you in that hour. For it is not you who speak, but the Ruach HaKodesh. And brother will deliver up brother to death, and the father his child. And children will rise up against parents and cause them to be put to death. You will be hated by all men for my name's sake, but he who endures to the end will be saved. But when you see the abomination of desolation, spoken of by Daniel the prophet, standing where it ought not, let the reader understand. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains, and let him who is on the housetop not go down, nor enter in, to take anything out of his house, and let him who is in the field not return back to take his cloak. But woe to those who are with child and to those who nurse babies in those days. Pray that your flight will not be in the winter, for in those days there will be oppression, such as there has not been the like from the beginning of the creation which God created until now and never will be. And unless the Lord had shortened the days, no flesh would have been saved. But for the sake of the chosen ones whom he picked out, he shortened the days. Then if anyone tells you, look, here is the Mashiach, or look, there, do not believe it. For there are false messiahs and false prophets, and will show signs and wonders that they may lead astray, if possible, even the chosen ones. But you watch, behold, I have told you all these things beforehand. But in those days after that oppression, the sun will be darkened, 
the moon will not give its light, the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers that are in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. Then he will send out his angels and will gather together his chosen ones from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. Now from the fig tree learn this parable. When the branch has now become tender and produces its leaves, you know that the summer is near. Even so you also, when you see these things coming to pass, know that it is near at the doors. Amen, I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all these things happen. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But of that day and that hour no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Watch, keep alert and pray, for you do not know when the time is. It is like a man traveling to another country, having left his house and given authority to his servants, and to each one his work, and also commanded the doorkeeper to keep watch. Watch, therefore, for you do not know when the Lord of the house is coming, whether at evening or at midnight, or when the rooster crows, or in the morning, lest coming suddenly he will might find you sleeping. What I tell you all, I tell all. Watch. That was Mark chapter 13. If you are reading through the Apostolic Writings twice this cycle, you would also read 1 Corinthians chapter 10 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. It's a privilege to read for all of you the Word of God, and I pray that it will be a blessing as you can think about it and that it give you strength and encouragement during this day. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.